have to know our audience. Your audience is coming in. They know you. They know what you're going to talk about. They know your cadence. They know your music. They know all of that. So you can capitalize on all of that that you're offering going back and forth, right? And so they get to know you, trust you. They're able to ask questions and engage with you. And then you trust them because you know that they're safe and all of that good stuff, right? So that is the basis of engagement. Once you have that trust, I do believe that that is how everything just starts. Welcome to the live stream show. Today, we are talking about the secret to building community and boosting live engagement when you're doing live video, just like this. And to help us go in and find out what those secrets are, I've brought on Anna Gill to the live stream today. Anna is a photographer. She is a live stream video producer, and she's the host of a number of live stream shows. One of them is the Ecamm Weekly Live News Breakdown that happens each week on the Ecamm Live channel. So go check that out when you wanna go see what the heck is happening in the live streaming world. And what I love about Anna is that she came to live streaming from the world of photography, which is something that we share. I started doing my image making with still photography way back in high school. And what's interesting to me is that there's lots and lots of people entering the live video world right now. And most of them are coming to it from other places. Like they started, they were an accountant or they were a plumber <laughs> and they started going live, which is really, really cool. But they don't have a background in image making. They don't have a background in visual presentation. And so when you have someone who actually began as a professional photographer and actually understands things, basic things like cameras and how to creatively compose visual images through a lens, this just adds a level of professionalism and some of the secrets of how to do this really well. So these are the things we're talking about today. Stay tuned, don't touch that dial, and let's start the show. Recorded live in Boston, Massachusetts, this is the Livestream Show. In a world full of underexposed entrepreneurs, the Livestream Show is your gateway to a global community of Livestream pioneers who dare to go live and create something special and unexpected, which could only happen because it was live. I'm your host, Brad Powell. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the show, Anna. Really great to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. I love that intro. It's so, it's so awesome. So, <laughs> it looks great. So yeah, I mean, live should be fun. You should be doing, having right? a good time while you're doing this, right? <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. And you know, I'm now opening a whole new season of the live stream show, which is all about how to survive and thrive in this new creator economy. And mm. as entrepreneurs, as people who are wanting to make a business out of what we do, we're finding ourselves in this, this moment in time where we all have to be content creators. And we all have to be, like we all have the opportunity 
to literally create our own media company. Like we're now, mm-hmm. we're not just business people. We are the media. We can right. spread our message. We can build our movement. We can build community. We can build an audience around the thing that we're doing with all these various tools. And mm-hmm. video, and especially live video, happens to be one of the very best ways to do that. One of the very best ways to do both build community and spread our message you know, at scale. Mm-hmm. So you've made this transition <laughs> from, I mean, come on, you're, you're living out in Syracuse, which is you know, <laughs> not, not the media capital of the world. I mean, nothing against Syracuse. It's a beautiful place. Like upstate New York is a wonderful part of the country, but yes. it's not Los Angeles. It's not New York. You know, it's not Miami or any of that. Like that's just not where it is. And, and yet with what's happening now, it doesn't really matter, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. talk a little bit about what you've been thinking, you know, it's like, okay, well, I've been hustling locally as a still photographer doing, you know, doing that stuff. And now you're making this transition into actually really elevating in a number of ways as a content entrepreneur. Yes, yes. So I have been a photographer for first, right? For, I want to say since 2008, I've been a photographer. Then in 2015, I decided to, I'm like, my thing was basically when I came to the United States, I wanted to be in communications, right? But I didn't know the language. So the school geared me towards what was right for me for not knowing English, right? So it's not something that I wanted to do. I would just place there. But my passion was actually in video and communication and in the camera and just the visuals of, of it of all of it. And so it took me all the way until I want to say a whole lot of years, okay, to get and fall into what I was born to do, which was this video and and, and the cameras and, and being hosts and producing and making videos, all of that. So actually in 2015, I found it officially unofficial, which like you mentioned, Syracuse is pretty small. So we needed something additional. We needed something extra. And I said, okay, I can do this. Let me go to the community and let me show the community what's going on. Right. So it was well accepted. And I had a partner who he was my my technical guy. He was the I was in front of the camera and then I will edit video. And so after that, we unfortunately had to separate. And then I was left to, oh, my gosh, now I need to find somebody to help me out do this. And then the pandemic happened. And I was like, okay, so that was the transition. I was able to do it all right. What the partner was doing and being in front of the camera. And I found this amazing software, which is what we're using right now, Ecamm Live, that allowed me to do that. So it's just everything just went that way. And now it just went even better. And it's just. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I mean, the pandemic has really slapped everybody upside the face in a number Mm -hmm. of ways and forced people to pivot or Mm -hmm. change their game, you know, in some critical way. And the people who have discovered video and live streaming have found themselves in a position more like, oh, we're now like the toilet paper salesperson who's out on the street corner with a whole truckload of toilet paper <laughs> that everybody wants. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, at this at this time when 
we haven't been able to meet in person as often as we used to. And that's an mm -hmm. understatement. And the whole, all the networking possibilities, all the, you know, one-on-one -on -one encounters, you know, going to conferences. I mean, all the people who were speaking and or doing presenting as one of the main ways of not only their income, but their way of marketing and the way of getting new business, you know, mm -hmm. all of that just got cut off. So this has been, you know, kind of a godsend of, well, there are these tools like, I mean, right now we're mm -hmm. using Ecamm Live, which is software that I have on my laptop. And we're also multicasting via another tool called Restream, which allows us to be on, you know, multiple places. So we can be on LinkedIn, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter all at the same time. It's kind of right. amazing. So, you know, whatever you're doing, like wherever your favorite, let's just talk about sort of the community aspect of this for a little bit. Um, where your people happen to be, you can reach out to them and you don't have to even reach out to just one place. Like I can bring mm -hmm. all of my friends and followers on LinkedIn together with all my friends and followers on YouTube and we can have a party. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, that is great. I mean, all the tools available to us is great. And and there's some, you know, out there, for example, some some creators who want to just have their content out and they think that the, everything has to be just all perfect like they see it. But then it's okay to ask for help if, if we delegated things that we are not good at. And then just be great at what we do, right? So for example, if creating content is what we're really good at, then we go for the, uh, we, we outsource the other part of it. And then we're able to do all that great stuff. So if you are a creator out there and you, or it doesn't even matter. I mean, you could be um, a lawyer, you could be uh, a photographer, you can, and then you want to teach photography classes, but you're like, Oh my gosh, how do I get the equipment going? There's so many people out there who are just ready to help you. Just act, just go live, right? <laughs> just go live with what you have. And then just everything will follow from there. You find someone that you like that is a creator and is doing it. And you just reach out and ask if they can help you. You know, it's, it's just, it's just great. It's just great because video is where it's at right now. Just like you mentioned, Brett. Yeah. So currently I know that you're the co-host of this weekly series that's happening on Ecamm Live. Uh, mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit from like two perspectives. One of one is what's it like to be a co-host, you know, uh, mm -hmm. instead of just like the single host, like how does that go? Is it, right. does it, does it make your life easier or is it a lot trickier? That's just, that's one question. And the second question is just talk a little bit more about your experience of, you know, what's been happening as a result of doing this live, this weekly thing that is part of Ecamm's network. Okay. What is it like to be a single host, you know, versus a co-host? So for single host is, is that I feel it's a little bit more of a, a pressure. I want to say, I almost don't want to call it pressure, but the anxiety is a little bit higher when you're just single host. One, because the attention is solely on you and you have to, you know, just own the screen at that moment. And then everything, you know, all the preparation, all of that is on you. And then you, you have to use your own energy, bring it forward. And then you have to also use the energy of the viewers to be able to just produce the show. 
when it comes to a co-host, I am so, so glad and I mean lucky <laughs> to have this amazing co-host, uh, the Fulgence Henry, which is the, uh, my co-host for ENN and Building Blocks as well. And with that, it's just better because we feed off of each other and then we also feed off of the audience. So we have two things going at that time. And when it comes to preparation for the show, the workflow, we work on that together. So, um, you know, sometimes it might, it gets a little bit tricky depending on like, okay, well, how we're going to do this. But overall it's, it's great. One of my clients uh, started a show at the start of the pandemic. And her thing was that she's a consultant for nonprofits and she was really concerned about her business, you know, back in the spring of 2020, because all the nonprofits were feeling really challenged by the fact that their annual event was mm-hmm. not going to happen. Their their big fundraiser was no longer possible, you know, for the coming year. And so they're wondering, like, will we even survive? Because mm-hmm. we're not going to be able to raise the money that we're used to. And <clears throat> she was so like, yeah, and if they if they don't survive, you know, what am, <laughs> where's my business going to be? So right. together we helped uh, helped her produce a weekly show. But what she did was just what you're talking about. She went out and reached out to two other colleagues and the three of them were co-hosts on this weekly series that they ran. And then they would bring in every week a a CEO from a nonprofit as their guest. And Mm -hmm. she found that because of the three of them and they they enjoyed each other, they had good time and they just, you know, they worked off their energy and the whole thing was just much, much easier for them, even though none of them had ever done anything like this before. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's let's move to the second part of that question, which was around... (laughs) (laughs) this weekly news thing is being done with ecams backing it's all part of their network and so Mm -hmm. what have you found in terms of opportunities around like what's that like to be part of the ecam live network right so uh first of all the being part of the ecam live network is simply amazing and humbling at the same time because the community uh, starting from the ecam team all the way to the members. So all of that, who they are, truly, they are transferring it into the community. So the community is very, very supportive, very, uh, it's just a humbling community. It's just there to help. And, and the ECAM team is just there to just make everything for us live streamers easier. And they do, they do everything they do, including you know, ENN, which is it is something that for like we we presented the idea, my co-host and I, and Ecam liked it and they supported us on it. And now we've been we've been doing it for almost a year. And the opportunities that have opened up for us in terms of the the connections that we have been making and the practice on going live and preparing for a show and having content for the show week after week is something that's transferring outside of of that right so we have other shows i have my own show and then that's also more experience and then when i produce other shows for my customers i'm already like okay this is it i produce my own show officially unofficial but then i also produce another co-produce another show so that's even more experience and different things that i have to experience with the ecam uh enn right because there's more things that we have to cover so when my customers hire me to produce their shows, I come in with those two great experiences that because of the ENN and the opportunity that was given to us. Yeah, well, like, we can all look forward to the day when ENN is up there with CNN, right? In terms of... Oh, hey! 
<laughs> that would be amazing. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. And the cool thing about it, and I don't know if you know this part, but the because uh, the 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 premise of ENN was to update the community on what's happening in the world of ecamm but we everything that we show all the graphics are designed using ecamm so all all of that is just the show is produced with ecamm to show people what they could do with the software other yep. than go live other than yep. pre-record content you know so that is even that that's even that's taking it a whole new level yeah and just so you guys know ENN stands for Ecam Network News, right? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes Brad. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little bit about engagement because I believe that some of the coolest aspects of live video and the opportunity of us to do things that are like live in the moment haven't happened yet. Like it's so new right. as a medium in terms of being able to go live and literally reach anyone else in the world who has an internet connection. And this is really mm -hmm. amazing. And yeah. yes, we can use you know sophisticated tools like Ecamm, which make this really simple, but you can also just go live with your phone. Like you don't, you could literally do it from anywhere at any time, at any moment, when any, anytime anything is happening that is worthy of sharing with your audience or you get mm -hmm. an inspiration or you're whatever it is like you can go live in that in that moment and share that and mm -hmm. and there's this other part which is really cool which it has to do with call and response so i say live video is awesome and everyone out there goes hallelujah <laughs> in the comments <laughs> and and so there could yeah. There's this, you know, like live, actual in the moment interaction possibility. So mm -hmm. talk a little bit about like your experiences with doing that and building engagement and how, how that can work. Right. So, so just like you said, it's just, it's just, first of all, we, uh, we have to know our audience, right? We, we have to know what our audience likes and that all comes into, for example, when you first meet someone, you go, Hey, how are you? For example, you and I, Brad, right? Hey, how are you? So how are you doing? Yes. What do you do? So it's the same thing with, with, uh, uh, with your audience, with your viewers. So you go in first time you go, hello, everyone. Where's everybody tuning in from? Right. That's it. And there's something that is like, okay, th this uh, from San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Oh my gosh, I was there. And all of a sudden you're having a whole conversation and the chat is, is lit because it's having a conversation about San Diego, right? And it's just like going back and forth. Now you know that your audience likes, for example, in that conversation, you know your audience likes food or your audience is as cultural. They like festivals or they like, so you just take that, remember that. Next time you come up, you're talking about that. Your audience is coming in. They know you. They know what you're going to talk about. They know your cadence. They know your music. They know all of that. So you can capitalize on all of that that you're offering going back and forth, right? And so they get to know you, trust you. They're able to ask questions and engage with you. And then you trust them because you know that they're safe and all of that good stuff, right? So that is the basis of engagement. Once you have that trust, I do believe that that is how everything just starts with trust. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it, it's very much a trust building exercise. And mm -hmm. this idea of people come to video and particularly live video. And one of the mistakes that I see is that they treat it like a broadcast. Mm -hmm. 
you know, they're broadcasting mm -hmm. and there is this opportunity to be listening, you know, and clearly when you're doing this kind of thing, like an interview session, you want to listen to your guest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, that, so that what you're doing is a real conversation, but you also want to be listening for things that are happening in the audience. And, and even in the point of view, like if you go live and that number of listeners happens to be zero, like if mm -hmm. that happens, and if you're just starting mm -hmm. out, that can easily happen. Yep. Don't you worry about that. Like, don't, you know, don't do the thing of like, oh, well, nobody's here. So I guess I'll wait a little while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. You want to be talking as if people are there and that you are doing things that they care about, like you're talking about things that you know that they care about, so that in the future, during the replay, they will watch. And, and most videos, practically any video that that happens, will get as many or more views in the replay period, especially if it's on a platform like, say, YouTube, where it can live and stay forever. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, it, 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 it is true. You just have to, that number there can mess with people for real. Like the viewer count can mess with people. I don't pay attention to the viewer count. And it's a good point that you mentioned, just go in there. It doesn't even matter who's there because the replay, what happened there, there, I, you know, when I first started going live, uh, during the pandemic, I would have, I will have five people. Sometimes I will have one person. Sometimes I'll have zero person, but I got the replay and people will share the, the replay. Right. So I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Does that mean that I have to change the time? Does that mean that I have to talk about this specific thing more? Um, do I need to look at my analytics and see what, what it is? You know, so it, there could be a multitude of things and variables that happen. Why you have that zero if you want to dig in there. But if you are sure that your content is good and you feel proud of how your broadcast is looking and your content is just going to happen. It's just going to happen for you, but you, it has to go, you know, step by step. It's not all going to happen at once. Yeah, I think the keys are, you know, be brave, <laughs> get started in the first place and be, yes. you know, be consistent and be clear about like sort of where you're coming from and what you stand for and, and what, what your message actually is. Like just communicate right. that really well. And just like you mentioned, just go for it even on your phone because my first video in 2015 where I first came out, I was photographing an event, right? I was photographing an event and I was like told my partner at the time, I said, listen, grab the phone and record me. I'm going to say this about this event. And I just went there and said, hello, everyone. My name is Anna Heal and I'm here in the landmark theater and I'm going to photograph blah, 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 blah. That video was on my phone and it, j it was, it was the video that put me on the map in Syracuse. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that was just that video on my phone. And then after that, I'm like, okay, how can I make it better? How can I get, and I was a photographer already. I had the equipment. So then I just started from there. But for you, for example, if you're starting with your phone, start with your phone and get the content, get the feedback, and then just go and elevate as you go. That's a really really good point. Like the, the way that you started is the way that a lot of people can get started. And, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this concept of being the digital mayor of wherever you're from. Mm -hmm. And we, anyone has the, you know, potential to sort of crown themselves that. And, mm -hmm. and for whatever it is that you're doing, like, you don't need to make your show or your content and your presentation all about you and your work and the thing that you do, you can mm -hmm. go around and make heroes 
out of everyone around you. And especially the example of Syracuse, Syracuse <laughs> needed it. And, yes. you know, you know, it needs more of it. And mm -hmm. the people in Syracuse are going, this is awesome. Look at the, look, you know, look at our local media person who's coming down and, and shining a light on us. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. There, there's still a, a lot more to do here in Syracuse, and and I'm looking forward to all of it and just bringing uh, more light into Syracuse. It's an amazing, an amazing little town, and we do have a lot of great uh, artists and creators here in Syracuse. So, yeah, looking forward to shining that even more. All right. Well, this has been great. This is a, about time to wrap up our conversation. If people want to connect with you, if they want to know more, if they want to start following any of the shows that you're doing, what is the best way to, to hook up? Yes. So here, uh, uh, well, on LinkedIn, um, I'm as A-N-A-G-I-L 41. You can find me there. And then you can also, if you have Ecamm, or if, even if you don't have Ecamm, but you are just thinking about live streaming and, and don't know how, want to learn how to do it, join the Ecamm Live community and you can find me there. Same name, Anna, A-N-A, Gil, G-I-L. And then my own show that I produce is officially unofficial TV. And I am on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This has been really fun. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. Thanks for tuning in. If you're here in the future and you're listening to the audio version of this, if you want the entire archive of all of these episodes and make sure that you never miss a future one, you can go to thelivestreamshow.com and you will find the entire archive of the live stream show and you can subscribe and get this on your favorite podcast app. But even better, if you want to join us live, we're going live every Tuesday, every week at 11am Eastern time. And we'll be going live on LinkedIn or we're going on live on YouTube or we're going live on Facebook. So pick your platform and join us live. We'll see you next time. So long, everyone. <laughs>